hello hello my artist friends welcome back to share the work and the do for the process podcast normally this podcast is dedicated to uh, bi-weekly conversations on creativity and sustainability and play and just creating a life that's uniquely yours but also full of creativity and vibrance and running a business sustainably and all these things this week however And last week, we've had a little bit of a different shift, and we've been talking about sharing your work in the online space specifically, sharing your work and growing your business, and it's been so fun and so alive and so uh, just an honor to get to speak with you so often. Usually, I, I speak twice a month in this space, but last week, there were a lot of podcasts, and this week, there will be two. So... Hi, welcome. I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist. I'm an educator. I run a course that I am thrilled to be inviting so many creatives into called Making Art Work. It's a nine-week masterclass on running your business sustainably, growing a profitable studio, creating a career that can live with you for your whole life and not burn you out and not stretch you too thin, but still has profit margins and still has the business aspect that makes makes running a studio honestly so much fun, so alive, so vibrant, so ever evolving. I love running a creative business. I think it is one of the most exciting and rewarding things I've ever done in my life, ever will do in my life. I am so very glad I took the massive risk on myself and decided to become a painter. Like what, what a, how irresponsible, right? How very irresponsible of me. And yet it's changed my whole life. It's allowed me to live the life of my, my actual dreams. Like I really, really um, am honored to have this life, but I also know that it is not as unattainable as we're often told. We're often told that being an artist is not responsible. It's not practical. There's no business here. There's no income here. It's not reliable. It's not, you fill in the blank. You've heard everything I'm going to say. You know, you're like repeating it in your own head. I know from experience and from watching thousands of other artists do this, that that narrative is very small-minded and not wholly accurate. It can be. It totally can be. There are a lot of artists that don't make it. There are a lot of artists that don't sell their work, but not because the actual creative act or creative business is to blame. There are a lot of other factors there, most of which is a lot of people, especially artists, come to their creative work with a lot of vulnerability and feeling and sensing things deeply. And to run a business, you really do need a lot of strategy and ability to be tenacious and systems that let you show up in these spaces with sustainability without burning out, without getting fatigued, but in ways that are going to be consistent and going to be... um, The word tenacious keeps coming back to mind because it just feels very, very true. And if you come into your creative uh, business with the idea that this is going to fail, the idea that this business is not going to make it, this career is not really a career, this is a hobby. If you come at it and you approach it with that mindset, of course it's going to be a hobby. Of course it's going to fail. Of course you're never going to make money as an artist. Of course. Because you never even let yourself try. But please hear me when I say that this can be a very profitable career. 
This can be a very profitable way of living and making your living. This can be a very rewarding and bountiful and rich career that you, you can have. And I just, I firmly believe that. I'm so excited to watch that happen for you. I'm so excited to watch that happen for everyone inside of Making Art Work. If you want to learn more about the uh, the masterclass, go to emilyjeffordslearn.com. Join us. Doors close on Thursday. So this is your day. Um, inside of this course, this masterclass, we spend nine weeks delving very deep and very thoroughly into every aspect of running a business in 2023 and far beyond for your, the rest of your life. Um, we cover everything from creating a brand as an artist to diversifying your business, to launching products, to launching collections, to running an email list, to everything, setting up ads on Pinterest. Really everything you need is at your fingertips. I answer your questions every single week. I'm live with you every single week, even while traveling. This is my priority. And I love it. I love it very much. So I can't wait to see you in there. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. We are inside of Share the Work. And Share the Work is focused on helping you run your creative business, especially when it comes to selling your work online. If you haven't done so yet, download the workbook. Uh, it's free. It's beautiful. It's available until September 1st. So far in this space, you can go back and listen to these episodes, but so far in this space, we have talked about what it looks like to be an artist in today's crazy, busy, hectic, sometimes chaotic world, what it means to bring your tender, vulnerable work to this space boldly, consistently, and loudly enough so that people can actually hear you, which is effective marketing. We then begin to tip into what it looks like to have an online presence, an effective website, and the components of your website, the things that need to be on your website, what your website should look and feel like, not necessarily aesthetically, but like what content should it include as a creative entrepreneur and as an artist. Inside of that uh, workbook, there's a beautiful and very helpful shot list for your next photo shoot, your video shoot. I recommend downloading this workbook just for that shot list alone. It's so helpful. Next, we move into knowing your customers. What do they want? What do they need? Why are they coming to you? What can you help them with uniquely? And then we tipped into clarifying your brand. How does your website and your whole business look and feel to your visitor, to your customer, to your audience member, to whatever that person is who's approaching your business and finding a a resonance there. Hopefully your business is resonating with them and feeling really attractive to them. If not, then clarify your brand, clean that up, make it more in line with your vision, which is probably going to attract and also repel some people. And that's completely fine and really, really beautiful. Today, we're going to talk about telling a story. This is in the context of your website, so keep your website in your mind as you as you envision this. But we're going to talk about telling a story that connects with your ideal customers, your ideal website visitors. We're going to talk about connecting genuinely and authentically with your perfect people. We've already talked about who they are, what they might be wanting, what they might be needing. We talk about this in great depth inside of making art work and getting to know your customers and your prospective buyers, whether you know them or not, whether you have them or not, whether you know them or not um, already. We'll talk about um, understanding who you're speaking to and what they want to hear, why they want to hear from you. 
So today, open your workbook. We're going to be in page 11 today, telling a story, using your website as a narrative strategically place loops that guide your audience through your site. One of the things that makes a website very successful or less successful is loop. Think about it like an airport terminal. So you're entering in and you're helping direct people from one space to another, from the entrance to the gate to their destination, and you're just helping them get from point A to point B really effectively. But you don't want them to just get from point A to point B and then be like, okay, bye. You want to guide them back around and through. And of course, the end goal is to purchase your work. So the end goal is like, you know, point B is checkout and they're happy and they're on their way. But before that, you want them to really soak into your site and to fall into that know, like, and trust. You want to remove all doubt. You want to remove all inhibitions. They are so convinced that what they buy from you is going to be so beautiful and so meaningful and they're going to love it so much. So to do that, you need to guide them around, especially as you begin to nurture that sense of connection and that sense of trust in you and in your product. So our questions for this uh, train of thought are, the first one is, what path do you want your visitors to take through your website? So if the site's intent is to sell products, you want them to come into your site, learn about your products, buy your products, right? Choose one and then buy it. If your site's purpose is to get more people to download your free ebook, then you want them to come to your site, learn that you have an ebook, decide if it's right for them, if they need this thing or not, and then to download it. Um, so you can kind of think through what is the purpose of this site or of this section of the site. And then as your site matures a little bit and you begin to offer, let's say you offer prints and you offer notebooks and you offer free downloads and you also offer workshops. So you can have multiple things that you're offering on your site. A mature site can loop all of these things together, guide people around so that they actually find what's most effective or like most appealing to them right now. But then it can help them think, oh, okay, well, I don't need a workshop right now, but I actually think that might be really cool in a couple of months. And you can just kind of, you know, keep that in the back of their mind. So what's what path do you want your visitors to take through your site? What's most important uh, in your site's purpose right now? And how can you loop these things together or lead them through that process? How can you draw your visitors to key pages and listings? A great example of this is if you have a listing that you want to sell, maybe you have um, a workshop coming up, put that right on your homepage. Uh, that's an easy, obvious answer, right? Another thing could be maybe you create a blog post about that workshop. Maybe at the end of a listing that pertains to the workshop, you talk about the workshop. Let's say that the workshop is about watercolor painting. At the end of a listing for watercolor painting, you might say something like, I offer workshops, check to see if I have any happening right now, or get on the waiting list for the next workshop, that kind of thing. Um, kind of guide people around and through and back. One often overlooked area of an artist's website or of any website really is the footer. If you get to the footer of a web page, it should not just be a dead end. It should not just be a, okay, bye, see ya. <laughs> That's not effective. Loop them around in some way to something. It could be links to listings. It could be a link to your newsletter. It could be a link to a recent article that you like that you wrote. Um, loop them around and through. 
The next question is, how can you weave your core values and story into every area of your site, not just your bio? This could be visually, this could be a sentence or two that kind of, again, you're going to add to that know, like, and trust. You don't have to put your bio everywhere. You don't have to write giant novels everywhere, but how can you weave your core values and your unique point of view into every area of your site? What three needs do your visitors have that you are uniquely qualified to meet? This could be, I sell artwork in my aesthetic. That's one need. They can't get that anywhere else. Maybe you also offer workshops. Maybe you also offer a collection of socks that are embroidered. I don't know, whatever your things might be. What three needs do your visitors have that are you are uniquely qualified to meet? And I'm asking this question because oftentimes the needs that we are most qualified to meet are not easy to find on a homepage in particular or in the listings. So what needs do your visitors have? For instance, one of the needs that I figured out my business, my visitors had by uh, getting a lot of emails about this was a need to learn how to frame their work better. They bought this beautiful print. Now what? And a lot of them were like, I don't know how to frame this. Or I would see images of the work on their walls and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that frame? That's not good. So I found out they had a need um, because of their feedback or because of, you know, things that I was noticing. So we began offering a framing guide, which is a lead generation. So they put in their email address to get the framing guide. They go on to my collector's club email list. It's awesome. Think through the needs that you are uniquely qualified to answer or to meet for your unique visitors. So you don't have to meet the needs of everybody. You don't have to be the expert in all things, but what can you offer to your visitors? How can you present yourself as an expert who is able to meet those needs? So if you are not present on your site, I talked about this when we talked about web design on uh, day two of Share the Work. If you're not present on your homepage and your tone of voice is not present throughout the listings, throughout the site as a whole, you're not showing up as the guide. If you're not showing up as the guide in this process, then your audience is going to leave. They will be guided by somebody else through something else. You have to show up as the guide when it comes to your creative work. Help them feel confident in their purchase. Help them feel like they're choosing the most beautiful, perfect thing for them. Help them in every step of this process to be so assured. Take away all doubt, take away all possible questions. Make this the easiest choice they've ever made. <laughs> this should be... Oh, just approach it with that kind of confidence and that kind of clarity. You're going to do your audience such a huge favor. And that actually applies to your entire site, your entire brand, the way that you approach your creative work and bring it to the world. Um, as you do that process, I know it feels vulnerable. I know it feels, honestly, it's uh, for most artists and creatives in particular, showing up as the guy can feel a little bit out of body and a little exhausting. If that is true for you, that's okay. Do it anyways. It's so generous to offer that kind of clarity and that kind of leadership to your audience. You're the expert of your work. You're the expert in not only the creation process of your work, like, you know, how did you create this? What materials did you use? You're also the expert in how others should connect with I think this is a little bit easier to figure out when you're in person. I used to do a lot of craft shows and art shows 
And it was noticeable, the difference between my visitor's response, people that would walk into my booth or see my work in person. If I were engaging and acting as the guide in that experience, if I would stand up and say, hi, how are you? I created this, like just, you know, talk and show them my work and be proud of it and not hide and sink back into the booth and just kind of like hide behind the display, which I wanted to do, trust me. But if I would show up as the guide, my sales were way better. I mean, like triple or quadruple the amount as when I would just sit there and maybe say hi, but just not be the most welcoming of people or like the most communicative of people. It's hard for me to do that. It was exhausting. I am an introvert, introvert, introvert. Thankfully on a website though, you don't have to be an extrovert. If you're like, I relate to that. You can just show up, write your beautiful copy, have your beautiful images, have your beautiful videos, and then just go away and just keep sleeping. Your website can be that extrovert personality for you. I do recommend updating it, keeping it fresh, letting it feel like it's alive and breathing just like you, but uh, it can do the work for you. But do have that same kind of personality. So imagine if you were at a show in person and you were watching people walk around your art, what might you say? What might you help them think about or help them understand? If that's helpful to think through, then do that and then bring that energy to your site because that same kind of energy has the same effects on your website. When you show up as the thoughtful, helpful, warm, welcoming, intuitive guide, your sales will go up. I promise you. The sites that feel cold and not really well thought out and kind of lackluster, they don't have a lot of personality to them, the sales reflect that. The sales absolutely reflect that. I've gotten to see a lot of artists' websites inside of Making Art Work and gotten to critique and coach and help a lot of artists through this process, and I know the sites that are going to be successful and those that are not. It's a huge deal. So if you want to increase your online sales, start with the the life and the vibrance of your website. Make sure that it's speaking in your tone of voice. Make sure that it's sharing your personality. Make sure that it's um, just warm and welcoming and guiding. Loop people through a, a beautiful flow that feels organic and natural, and it will absolutely pay off. If you're ready for more, Making it work is open until August 31st. After the 31st, it will be closed for, I don't know how long. We might do making it work in the spring, but honestly, I don't know yet. I can't see that far ahead. So making it work right now is happening this fall. I'm very excited to have it in the fall. It feels like really, really good back to school energy. Um, the artists that have signed up are just so engaged and so ready to dive in and make this really magical. Part of the uh, sweet thing about making your work is the peer groups as well. So your community matters quite a lot. And inside of making your work, you get the option, you don't have to, but you get the option of joining a peer group, which is a smaller group of artists that get together and talk maybe on Zoom, maybe on Marco Polo or Voxer or some other online space. They communicate and talk about the, there's always prompts at the end of every, every module that way. You know, you don't have to come up with things to say. I can just tell you what to say and what to ask. Or you can be guided in that way. But also, like, just getting to know humans and speaking human to human is so special and so impactful. So inside of this course, we have space for that. And it is one of the most beautiful and impactful ways of growing your business is to nurture you, the artist, and to create a culture around you of people like us do things like this. 
People like us create businesses that are successful. People like us run studios that are selling. People like us create artwork that we're proud of and we talk about it well. People like us show up like the guides on our websites. We guide people through this process of buying our work and relating to our work. Inside of Making Your Work, there is a ton of information, a ton of content, but there's also a lot of human heart and soul connection. The community space is so vibrant and happy. I am live with you for about two hours a week, um, every Thursday. They're always recorded. You can join the replay if you like, if you, can, if you can't join us live, but I recommend joining us live if you can. That space is so warm and welcoming, and I just really show up and... I have no, no gatekeeping. It is full access. What do you need to know? I'll tell you. It's, it's, I think that's the point though, right? Like there really are no secrets in running a creative business. It is just the intention, the heart, the tenacity, the willingness to show up consistently. Um, and if we can remove some of the blockers, like the how, you know, how do we do this? What do we do? Um, then our work can be stronger and bolder. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things I could ever offer the world, the creative community in general. So I'm honored to do that, happy to do that. And if that sounds like the right thing for you, then join us. Like I said, doors are open until August 31st. I can't wait to see you in there. Join me back here on Thursday. We're going to talk about what it means to set up a shop, what it means to sell your work online. And I have a little bit of a mindset reframe that I think is going to be just so powerful. It changed my life, um, and I think it's definitely going to change yours. So Thursday, I'll be back into the space, and Thursday is when Making Art Work closes, Thursday at midnight, so join us before then. Okay, bye for now.